0: Hi everybody, Marco Casanova here, and welcome to the Desert Streaming Podcast. Today's episode is quite fun. We have both Andrew and Annette Comiskey speaking about the history of Desert Stream Ministries. Tune in to these pioneers and how they brought this work to the world, and why they call it what they call it. Why is it called Desert Stream? Why is it called Living Waters? Well, tune in to find out. I hope you enjoy. We're on. We are good. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a really exciting episode because we have the Kamiskies, Andrew and Annette, the Yay. founders of Desert Stream. Self Ooh. congratulations. Yes. It's so fun. <laughs> and here in Kansas City, it's so it's so freaking <laughs> <Being> cold. cold. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then of course Kansas City doesn't know how to do their roads well. Yeah, so no do. one's worried. No, no and one everyone is oh swerving. Oh my gosh. I won't
1: leave the house for seven days. <laughs>
0: There are like three foot craters
2: <laughs> no. everywhere.
0: It's just it's how it is. It's like, why do I have a, a just a desire to no, start why did smoking we move cigarettes here? That is the moral. <laughs> <laughs> what the
2: Chiefs? Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, right. Yeah. Exactly. Sorry, no, we yes.
1: Here because
2: the Lord wants us here. Yeah, we we love the city. It's just um, the weather wrecks havoc on the roads. <laughs> it's so true. Period.
0: <laughs> I'm like, put some Morton salt on these roads. Mm-hmm. Let's go. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: And salt is so good for concrete. It, it heals it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Then all of a sudden, it becomes pothole city. <laughs> You're from Texas. You have no authority okay yeah okay well, no when Damn i lived ours. in philly there were potholes everywhere so it was like wow the streets are so amazing during the winter and then during the summer it's like flat tire it's like, wow lord i'm losing really, my healing uh,
2: <laughs> no i l- almost lose my life riding bicycles here mm. it is mm. this is the non-bike city of all time sure, Oh, bike lanes everywhere oh what planet are you from? There are none. You know what there are? The markers are 3-foot craters. Okay. So when you're going down <laughs> the many hills of what Kansas cares City. About your biking? Okay. Wait, good. do you
0: bike during the winter? Sometimes. No way. Sure. My just, Corolla during the winter can barely go down the hill. No,
2: but the problem is ice, so sure. you can't do it after any kind of precipitation and freezing weather. But I ride in the cold all the time. Wow. Sure. That's fun. Yeah, it can be. <laughs> it's a good
0: challenge. For sure. Well, today I wanted to just open up with, we had a question from somebody who's been listening to the podcast. And again, guys, thanks so much for listening. Please do share this with your friends. Uh, It's an exciting initiative that we're doing here at Desert Stream. But some people, uh, including my own dad, he's like, why Desert Stream? Mm. And I just kind of wanted to open up to the founders of this great enterprise, the architects of this amazing thing. Why
2: Desert Stream? Yeah, well, early on as a Christian, you know, many, many, many years ago, probably at 21, I came across Isaiah 43, a beautiful Mm. Isaiah, beautiful bunch of chapters but in particular the verses that have to do with um, uh, remember not old things don't consider what used to be behold I'm doing something new Mm. now it springs forth will you not know it I will make rivers in the desert, and a clear way in the wilderness. That's Mm. probably an old King James Version translation. But it was to say, I think coming out of homosexuality, being aware of this new life spring of God's mercy that was beginning to change me, certainly giving me great hope for change, I thought, well, I'm trying to lay aside what used to be and was so binding and God is initiating something new in me that's now flowing out mm. and beginning to impact other persons in that nice community of the vineyard in West Los Angeles. So those are our theme verses. Mm. So God is making a way. And I think the way of a river in the desert is so apropos to anything involving sexual Barrenness or impotence, if you will, meaning however lusty you are, when it's misdirected, it is a wasteland. Mm. It is a desert, and so for the mercy of God to meet us there and to actually transform it into a fruitful place—that's uh, that's why Desert Stream.
1: Yeah, the Desert Stream came quickly and was what we were for many years. Mm. The Living Waters name was um, kind of was a name you weren't crazy about, um, but we needed <laughs> to. We had this group that was just a week, we, like it was ten week group, five week group, twenty week group, and we didn't have a name for it, and hmm. we felt that it needed to not be Desert Stream.
2: Right, because Desert Stream is just the ministry. ministry. There's only one ministry, only one Desert, desert Stream. Stream in Kansas City. So Desert Stream existed before
0: Living Waters. Yes, yes. for several okay.
1: years. We started, I mean, Andy started doing a group um, within the first few months of, quote-unquote, Desert Stream. It started as, as a, group. a group. It just right.
2: started as, you could say it started as Living Waters, though we didn't use that name. For sure. several years. And, yeah. And
1: it kind of just became a name that, I don't even know why we picked
2: it. Well, I mean, John seven thirty seven. So uh, the woman so. at the well. No, but, I mean, but you know, it you mean, wasn't
1: it, your favorite name,
2: is what I mean. I love the name. It it's so overused yeah. and yeah. it's so sort of sort of glib Pentecostal, you know. <laughs> so there's so many. Oh, living. I went to the Living Waters Fellowship. <laughs> I mean, sweet. I mean, yes, love it. But <laughs> 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 if you are no, but senior, it yeah. just it's a little bit. It's just overdone. It's, that, it's like I'm I'm drowning in water well, world. I think the distinction is, <laughs> yeah. is that Desert Stream
1: really came from the Lord, the name Desert Stream. Right. Yeah. Living Waters became a more pragmatic, mm. um, we need a name for this, but it, it actually goes along well with that. John
0: 4, of what we're doing. and sure. the Holy Spirit springing yeah. up. I mean, if we wanted to change it, maybe like Splash Town, we can. Okay, that's yeah, maybe, maybe not maybe Yeah. Okay. Uh, Water World. That's this. Uh, time. Uh, <laughs> the Dead Sea. Uh, yeah. the dead, yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah, yeah. Come Give to Com- yeah. Co- misery, <laughs> okay. the Dead Sea to get healing. Wow. Can you describe? You mentioned. Commisery.
2: Co misery. The Dead Sea. The Dead
0: Sea. We better stop because yeah. then we can... Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. So the first group, I want to hear, <laughs> yeah, what that did that great. look like? Was yeah. it just all men? Was I was
1: not allowed to go. Really? Oh, yeah. no. Uh-uh. Not for the wow. first year?
0: No, the six first
2: six, I'd say the first six, six months. months. Wow. So just before we got married... And that was invited in, but it was wow. mostly... I know, right? <laughs> that was a she list. got yeah, a letter that of was, acceptance. <laughs> that was, Annette, every dream does come true. First you get me, and then you get to go do the group. Um, but no, no, it was... Um, men, although, there was a... Uh, a yes. This is no... I'm being a little silly here. It's true. It was actually this very amazing athletic woman who Mm. was our worship leader, Lisa, remember? So she was invited. Lisa led worship because she had the gift of song. Uh, But the rest were all men. Uh, Our pastors at the Vineyard at that time knew this wonderful man who had just become a Christian. He was a very well-known designer, um, uh, home designer in uh, West Hollywood, and he had a beautiful home. And as a new convert, he said to the pastor, hey, anything that I could do to serve. He had come out of a homosexual background and was willing to to make progress in that area. So he opened up his house. Uh, We began meeting there. Many of the people who came were his friends, some Christian, some not. It was all about men coming out of homosexuality, Mm -hmm. some young and uncertain about whether they wanted or could come out. Others that were older and had kind of been through it all, and were like, "Oh, I'm just so happy to have fellowship with people who understand this, but who are offering me a good discipleship healing opportunity." And then we had this great intimate vineyard worship. Mm. Vineyard really introduced intimate worship with the Father through the Son and I, to can, the
0: greater body. Can you explain to our listeners, like, what is the vineyard? Give us like a, a little snapshot of who started the vineyard, and, and kind of what was it, and maybe even some of the popular songs that, of course, a lot of us know come sure. from that very, the very yeah, sure. essence of a vineyard. And that
2: can, can certainly help with that. It, Not it, with the names it, of songs. No, <laughs> no, but maybe just a lilting medley. <laughs> yes. Yeah, can you sing to us? Yeah. <laughs> no one would be listening, including yeah. myself. I would unplug myself. <laughs> yeah, so there uh, were a couple big waves of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. in the late, Uh, in the late 60s early 70s really throughout the late 60s through the late 70s that came out of the Jesus people movement Mm. counterculture you know sort of mostly white middle-class kids dropping out wanting a a more ideal mm, lifestyle that unfortunately was also drug and sex riddled so Mm. I mean wasn't perfect but it was a countercultural movement the Holy Spirit caught the Jesus People movement, Mm -hmm. which was West Coastal, mostly in California, both from San Francisco to L.A., Um, and as a result of this Holy Spirit movement with young, sort of hippie, Jesus-like leaders uh, that were full of the Holy Spirit, both Calvary Chapel was born, uh, and then came the vineyard out out of of Calvary Chapel. It's distinctive was that it was a little bit more for creatives, a little bit more urban, not as suburban, which in some ways Calvary Chapel was. And Ken Gullickson actually founded the first vineyard in West uh, L.A. In In West LA, on the The beach, beach. Mm. and Debbie Reynolds' dance studio, it kind of bounced around. A lot of creatives kind of came on. Keith Green was a part of it all. Wow! worship
1: leader for a long time. Yeah,
2: Bob Dylan became a Christian through the Vineyard, and and but many (laughs) just wonderful. (laughs) Honestly, there you know you can talk about all the exotic names. It was it was the solid, charismatic evangelicals living in Los Angeles, usually because they were musicians or actors that that had they had good faith was,
0: was this a de- denomination at this no. point or was just no.
2: more there of a was, movement
1: there was one of them and okay then, and uh,
2: then there were about eight to ten you know, there were
1: five when john mm, came in
2: no there were more
0: than that well let's
2: say <laughs> five through eight okay. i would say <laughs> going from la up the central coast to, more or less and, and san diego too so yeah there, there there were some a little bit further south anyway John Wimber, who was an amazing Mm. kind of thinker, practitioner of church growth, committed evangelical. He had caught a wave of the Holy Spirit, had become a Calvary Chapel, loved what was happening with Ken in L.A. And he had a lot more sort of bandwidth in regards to leadership. And Ken very humbly gave over the reins of this 8 to 12 Uh, church vineyard thing Mm. over to John and then it just went through the roof in the 80s
1: yeah we were in a meeting in 82 Mm -hmm. and I think there I I would say there were more like five to seven vineyards it doesn't really matter but (laughs) in that meeting when, when Ken as Andy said really humbly gave it to John we went from Eight to forty-two in one day. Wow.
2: So many Calvary chapels chapel following John's lead wow. wanted this, which actually was about living water. It was about mm-hmm. the kingdom. It was about, yes, yes, we love good Bible teaching, and yes, we need to embody the work of the disciples in the Gospels. Mm-hmm. We need we need to become kingdom agents in regards to the healing of lives. And so significantly, evangelism mm-hmm. and and uh, reasons for gathering were about experiencing the power of the Holy Spirit in healing and deliverance uh, that um, John was on the vanguard of, and we all went along with and it.
1: Well, and- And because
2: we were part of the original vineyard, our work with the sexually broken in Desert Stream was just a part of that foundation for the vineyard. I think Mm.
1: what's an important thing to note is that, first of all, the worship, which the vineyard um, under John had, but it was the vineyard West LA in Ken, His Heart for Worship And really seeing worship as part of your healing so Mm. it wasn't just
2: and exquisite musicians studio musicians
1: I think what's important about that is that so in this context Andy what at that point would have said coming out of a gay background which Mm -hmm. is what we would have said or an ex-gay that didn't seem strange it didn't seem any stranger than someone saying oh I have a headache and the Lord healed me oh Hmm. I I have homosexual struggles and the Lord is healing me mm. it didn't seem right it wasn't I think people understood it wasn't like a one thing right it, it, but the idea that the Lord could take you out of whatever circumstance you were in whether it was physical distress emotional distress whatever it was and healing whether mm. it was a one-time prayer or the course of many 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 weeks or months um, that was just part of what we believed, and mm. so it didn't seem strange. So, when
2: it living- didn't. It didn't seem strange. I would say that what 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 actually captivated John Wimber's heart in regards to Desert Stream was that one of the key right. early young adult leaders of Calvary Chapel in the Vineyard yeah. had been homosexually abused and had lived a divided life homosexually. Much
0: to the chagrin
2: of Ken and John, they
0: didn't know what to do with him. And, and so, and Ken and John right now are pa- they're pastors of this yes, of, of yes. different vineyards, but of course, right. collaborative. Yes, yes,
2: right. Yes, yeah. But they were aware. Uh, again, this is th- these are all young adults coming out of the counterculture, which was riddled with sexual brokenness. That was part of the liberty. It was also part of the enslavement. Mm-hmm. So all of the new upcoming pastors their foundations were the sexual revolution and this one man especially was actually quite scandalous mm. in in the misuse of his sexuality in this case homosexuality uh, and and taking some young men captives wow. this this was terrible it, it broke john's heart why can't this healer become whole mm. was his question right. so but here he was we, so gifted
1: yeah that it wasn't as if he was leading a you know a a small group with five people. He could gather hundreds, wow, maybe thousands of people with signs and wonders signs following. And wonders. Wow! And, so, and so, truly was gifted in that. And so I think it was for John, and like what do we, not what do we do with him in the sense of of not in a mean way, but like truly what can we do that? How can this person who is so gifted of the Lord be also so? Not just broken sexually, but be so harmful in how he's walking it out. Dangerous, wow. dangerous.
0: Right. So, so this this sort of became fertile ground for Desert yes. Stream. Exactly. It can, it, it, right. Desert Stream came out of a need. There was a need right. in the church for and
2: the, and the leaders knew it. And and because these are these are down to earth leaders. These are leaders who don't have airs about their sort of any kind of a sense of entitlement. You need to see me in a certain way. This is my role. I'm the great apostle. I'm the great this <laughs> or that. They were, they, we were riding a wave of the Holy Spirit, something that God was sovereignly doing to, to salvage many lives in, in Southern California and, and, and moving from there. And so I think there was a way in which the need for astute, empowered teaching, discipleship, gathering to deal with deep sexual issues—that was just a given, mm-hmm. um, and we were right there, right, and just I doing think, the work in in a kind of we were young, we were yeah, we were young. Yeah. but
1: Andy had a, um, I, I, I would say really a call from the Lord that gave him a seriousness, and I think whereas. There, we were we, I, I've never been a part of like a pray away the gay or mm. you know I've never been right. I don't I've never been a part of any but of that that, but, that never
2: existed
1: right it never yeah. existed people <laughs> act like it did and like well tell me show me but anyway all that that's a that's a whole nother podcast <laughs> um, but I think Andy knew that though the Lord had been gracious to him in many ways for some of the healings that he got for others it it was gonna take more than just mm-hmm. meeting with people. And I think, right. you know, you could say that Andy, in a way, because of the call in his life that the Lord gave him, he took it, Andy took it very seriously, cooperated with it, and, and in a very good way, he had a very narrow vision about mm. how I can live my life. But I think you also understood not everyone's gonna have that. And so I think, so mm. Andy quickly started going to Fuller Seminary. To, to learn more, to get a degree in counseling, to get his Master's in Divinity, not because he's so much about wanting the title, but it's like, I need to understand biblically where this is coming from, which is what I think... the And psychologically. Well, that's what I say, what the yeah. Master's of Divinity was with the Marriage yeah. and Family Program right. was understanding all that. And I think for mm-hmm. John, who... Um, and for Ken, who who understood the need for more than just prayer—prayer prayer being the foundation, the belief in what the Lord can do being the foundation—but needing more than just that as the offering—and right. I think they saw Andy taking that seriously, and yeah, we had trusted him. In
2: a yeah, way. no, and, it, it and you. I mean, the fact that it was always. Andy and Annette. It wasn't just me, and Annette right. was kind of there waiting at home. Because I'm shy. <laughs> yeah, because she was shy. No, it was always the two of us, and there was safety in that. If I were just a single guy, you know, kind of running around, you know, in the thick of everything, I, they knew that my sexuality was going somewhere. Mm-hmm. We were having kids, you well, know, we were a unit, yeah. and, and there's safety in that. I think in this kind of ministry, yes, you can be single, you can be celibate, you could have your, you know, your set apart calling, but at the end of the day when you're married, you have to give an answer to another person. What are you doing with your body? Mm-hmm. Why are you withholding from me? Well, you know, that, there that was important right. and I think that that was a safeguard if you were. Yeah, but yeah. Not
1: only that, even I mean Andy was a part of a Christian fraternity at UCLA and and he chose to make himself accountable to in a sense by like when we were dating um and there would be like bumps in the road um it was a a couple of his fraternity brothers who very kindly but would say like well what are you doing you know like Mm. what's going on here and then (laughs) right that's awesome (laughs) we were part of a a group that was you know maybe a couple other people would come and go but for years was about the same six or seven covenant group just
2: good close-in members of the church
1: so andy always um had a great deal of understanding that he needed accountability. Mm. And I think that really made a difference, too, in our lives.
2: Sure. I would say also uh, that it was critical that there were other voices, mentor voices. So we mentioned Ken, this great local pastor, John, this amazing kind of father figure, and then Leanne Payne who was sort of the, the mother rising from the depths. She really
0: was. She was at a great C.S. Lewis scholar out of Wheaton. The image that came to mind as you said that. Yes,
2: exactly. <laughs> she uh, was, she was great, but more. but she, she was a kingdom woman, certainly a spirited woman, but she was a bright woman mm. who understood how homosexuality was dividing the church. She was Episcopalian at that time. They were on the vanguard of gay ordination, et cetera, and she could see... People do not understand what same-sex attraction is. They are completely misinterpreting it, and it's becoming a justice Mm. issue rather than a disintegration issue that Jesus has everything uh, to offer about. And so Leanne was a guide uh, for us right in the beginning. So you can see sort of Leanne Payne, this great female voice, brilliant mind, Mm. Mm. equally spirited— to john wimber who was a churchman right and 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 had a huge arm span who included us and so we we had we had good Parenting, yeah. if you will.
0: No, and I think the genius, even of the Vineyard being a movement, I, I know it's it, it was probably denominationalized at one point. In the late uh, 80s. But the late 80s, just yeah. the fact that that was your formation of this sort of Holy Spirit movement yes. and what Desert Stream is now, yes. it actually frees us when we're not tied to a particular nice. denomination to be a, a sort of... Um, a healing arm for any denomination, yeah. right? which is honestly, I think is part of the genius of what you founded at Desert Stream. Right. And what was a subset of the vineyard in regards to equipping
2: the saints to do the work of yeah, the ministry, right. as opposed to And would the, that be like original to John Wimber? Well, it's original to Ephesians 4, St. Well, Paul. No, I mean... I, um, no, what you I, need to open your Bible. <laughs> no,
0: but John... Guys, he's no, trying I, to like absolutely Bible slam me right now. <laughs> Bible shame. Don't you Bible I shame got, me? I'm being healed John, from Bible shame. Don't you
2: Bible shame me? Don't you shame me? John brought it to the, <laughs> <you> <laughs> it to the I mean, he, when he No, know, he, he didn't. No, it's it. Ephesians. No, but let's yes. just use the verse. Yes. That was that was sure. the that was the name of the Vineyard magazine, equipping the
0: yeah. saints. But what well, I, wanted, I want to quote John Wimber, not Saint Paul. I mean, is that a problem? Exactly. No, <laughs> no. no but I think we've what, lost him.
1: What John did was that he took language that was either, was unacceptable to certain parts of the church, or Mm. or not understood by certain parts of the church, and really had the genius of making it understood by everybody, so, and I I don't want this to be offensive, but, like, I, sometimes I've been in Pentecostal meetings, and, and I've liked them, but I couldn't, like, I didn't quite, Get what was going on, and then Andy would lean over and say, Oh, well, it's just this, which is mm-hmm. something I knew well from the vineyard. And mm-hmm. so he had a way of taking, let's say, a Pentecostal term that we immediately misjudge right. and maybe see one way. But John would make it seem like, Oh, okay, I get that. Or, or you know, well, he yeah, said and everyone gets to play. That
0: right, was his right. Well, no, and that's, well, I that's, love, that's I, the
2: core reality yeah. that it's a level playing yeah, exactly. field, that anyone can right. be an agent of the Holy Spirit. And that's
0: what I love, that it, it almost, it, it actually, um, it's a part of the journey of healing to be yes. an agent. Of healing. Yes. <laughs> yes. And certainly you know? in
2: in the healing of deep divides, right. which are often about rejection and isolation. And I'm just in my own little sordid world of accusation and right. hating other people before they hate me and so on. So when all of a sudden you discover, well, yeah, there's, there's a lot of stuff in me that needs to be worked out. But as it's being worked out, I can actually be appointed agent of healing for other people beautiful and that's certainly what living waters is all about right it's all about equipping men and women to come together and say let's help each other take steps in our integration right and you're as important as i am in this right you're you're the healing team if you're in my small group you're on the healing team right as opposed to i'm the one who has the degree <laughs> right. please be quiet now um I, I'm every share... all eyes on me. It's like, please get your eyes off me. This is wearisome, and I need you to shoulder, you know, Amen. The weight but that God I is asking you. Yeah.
1: First of all, he. What he would do, and we would have John his, Wimber. John right. Wimber. What he would do when we have these meetings was he would call it the School of the Holy Spirit, and he mm. would always exhort us, "Open your eyes. You're in the School of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> see what's going on." But I do want to quickly tell the story sure. about the gift of the prophetic, and so he would come up to. He was in Orange County. We were in L.A., and he would come up every so often to do these meetings um, for the for the whole church, and then very often just for the leaders. And mm. so one Saturday morning, we get called to to the. Uh, the warehouse where our church was where our, our church was meeting. Where, and the where the first Living Waters was. Mm. group. was. Where the first Living Waters group on Saturday morning, on Saturday so we mornings. had to yeah. not meet for that. And um, it was a leaders <clears throat> meeting, and, and John was going to teach on what it means to prophesy mm. over someone. And so we all how go, many people would go to these meetings? Oh, maybe a hundred.
2: Yeah, hundred of like the 100. lay leaders. Okay, our church was like
1: fifteen hundred people, so okay. it was a pretty big church. And and so we're all sitting there, very excited, and oh, we can't wait to hear it. And and I know, at least for me, and I'm sure I'm not the only one who was expecting this. I'm thinking, oh, he's going to prophesy over us, and we're going to hear right. these great words. And so he he teaches on it for like a half hour. I
2: was preparing an acceptance right. speech. <laughs> right. uh-huh. And so you know, he's <laughs> he teaches for your a recorder, half hour,
1: you know, maybe forty minutes. I don't know, not very long. And then he gets up. And he kind of he goes i want some of the and, and there was like an identified stratum of leaders mm. and i want like these leaders to come forth and everyone knew who they were and andy was one of them and and i you know i wasn't and there were like 10 or 11 12 i don't know people kind of lined up and they're facing john and i'm thinking oh he's going to prophesy and he mm. goes okay now i want everyone to line up behind them and we're like oh wow so we all kind of go line up and he goes okay if you're in the first of the line if you're the leader turn around now lay hands on him and prophesy wow and so that's what he meant by everyone could play. It wasn't I'm gonna show you how to do it right. and so and I'm only one who can do it. Right. I'm gonna to explain to you what it is, and then we're gonna trust the Holy Spirit to come.
0: I love that. You know, as as uh, people like Catholics who come to Desert Stream, I always tell them that you're just by virtue of your baptism, you're you're baptized as a prophet. Exactly. And so therefore it's like the Holy Spirit awakening yes. something in yeah. you. You have it in you, it just needs to be activated. And cultivated and right. to
1: that end what i do want to say is that this was done in in front of everybody so it wasn't as if we were behind closed doors and and just being able to say what we wanted and john would come with a team and never would have a problem not in a mean way mm. but if someone was prophesying something that seemed really and he had taught us certain no. rules would come in and intervene so it wasn't chaotic right. it was ordered and sure. it was supervised but we were able to experience it and to practice it. Beautiful. And I think that's kind of what living waters is about. Like, well, you know, you go to a training, you go through your own group, maybe the next time you're an assistant, then you go to a training and you get pretty skilled help. But at some point it's like, oh, okay, Andy's not here to teach it. Marco's not, I'm the teacher, I'm yeah. the prayer person. And so I think that was what our, that was, that our, was
0: our, training. our training. Beautiful. Um, just kind of a last question before we end. Um, Looking back 40 years of Desert Stream, what would be some of the standout moments of the ministry? Like, wow, I I, I didn't know God could do this through us.
2: Mm, that's great. Um, why don't we go one at a time? Okay, you go. Okay. I'd say the first thing, and it doesn't sound like ministry, but it, it kind of represented our life in Los Angeles, was our wedding. So we were married 40 years ago. Uh, and it was a, a, a big beautiful wedding um that was done on a dime it just included bowling alley (laughs) it just it just it just everything was converted there um it was so big and and so lush in regards to being an indicator of our life in community so most of the wedding party we'd only been doing this group in west hollywood for about eight months Mm -hmm. most of the wedding party were men Whom yeah had come out of homosexuality, who were lining up. It was a huge wedding party, (laughs) and so here's where these guys saying, "Yeah, I'm standing for this. I'm standing with him for this." And then the guys from my Christian fraternity, I mean, I'd been I I'd been finished for a while, but they were they all came out. All of the young adults that yes. were with us at the vineyard. And then both of our families, mm. you know, well represented there. And it was just so beautiful. We, we honeymooned at the Beverly Hills Hotel. And one night. Then we one night, the but the Beverly Hills <laughs> wow. Hotel. And they, you know, we had no money, honestly. I had one of those, the, the first little <laughs> Honda cars, like little. You could barely see it. And um, the whole cooling system had broken down. The, the day before the wedding, we had to then drive up the the San Bernardino Mountains for the the, the biggest part of our honeymoon. And so I, they just hotwired my car. They said, we're just going to keep the cooling system on the whole time. We can't, I don't have the money to fix it, whatever. So we drive this little crappy car uh, to the Beverly Hills Hotel. <laughs> they have given us this bridal suite that we could never have paid for. They just kindly did it. It was just Wow! it was all, it was heavenly, Mm. heavenly with Annette, heavenly with these different layers of our community, beginning with our families of origin. And then the next morning we were again, driving out to, uh, uh, the, the local mountains and it was gay pride day, which was big then in 81. It was huge in Los Angeles and we couldn't get out of the city. So it was like, we were in Beverly Hills and West Hollywood, Beverly Hills, Hollywood, downtown, those were, that's where the parade was. And all of the major boulevards were blocked because of this parade. And we couldn't get out to get on the freeway and get to the mountain. So that was sort of, I think, a good metaphor of, (laughs) Lord, you're going to make a way. You're making a way. This is, there's going to be an exodus out of here. So I would say that was just, that was just watershed. Something I look back on as what an amazing, Mm celebratory prophetic beginning of our life together in community wow beautiful
1: I think for me there were lots like we had a a conference with Leanne Payne early on where the Holy Spirit came St. John's Presbyterian Church West LA Presbyterian Church in a way that she had never seen I thought she was used to it I mean demons (laughs) were flying we're you know people were like cues. I mean honestly it was I've never seen anything like it and she's calling for holy water and and I just thought that was what normally happened with Leanne, and, and afterwards she goes, i would never seen that before." Mm. That was one, but I think on on a when we had a 20th anniversary celebration for Desert Stream, and you know you do what you do, and and we try and I mean we get humbled by what we do because what we do is not very glamorous, popular, or whatever. But you know you don't want to see yourself as being this big leader or something. I don't know. <laughs> you want to be humble about it. But we had this 20th anniversary at the Vineyard Anaheim. Mm. And it was a gathering of people from all over the world. And and I remember standing up there and, and mm. seeing all, I mean, there were. Mm-hmm. It was huge. It was huge. It wasn't, wow. there was no COVID in, you know, 20 yeah. years ago. <laughs> and it was huge. And, and I remember the pride of feeling mm. like the Lord had used this little offering that in some ways still seems little to me because it's not an easy kind of thing to mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. And, but he mm-hmm. had used it. Not he hadn't used us, but he'd used living waters, desert stream to bring hope and healing mm-hmm. to people all around the world. And I thought that is an amazing wow. Wow. privilege and blessing to have been a part of it. And I yeah. remember kind of standing back. That was huge. Thinking most people mm. never get the chance to see how their life has touched other people. And I think we all probably have touched a lot more people than we know, um, but the Lord gave us a, a time to see that, and I think that was, um, it was pretty amazing. Wow, that was wow. amazing, honey. And it was <laughs> honestly not that much longer when we went <clears> through <throat> one of our more difficult seasons of all time. Um, a lot of loss and, on many, many levels. And I think I would remember that not in the sense of bolsting my, oh, I, you know, not in a way of puffing myself up. But of saying no we have to keep persevering because this is worth it right because everything was being taken away on many levels for us and not that many years later
2: it, that actually had happened before
1: no i'm talking about when we came here and, <laughs> oh to i have yeah yeah uh, not because i have oh, okay things. no i yeah. see
2: yeah i'm sorry i was thinking something else yeah another another <laughs> hit <laughs> boom
0: now so let's say just m- your marriage is just emblematic of desert stream mm-hmm. you know the fact that god can bring something extremely life-giving and fruitful out of what is seemingly um dry land so thank you for being on today and i look forward to having you on more in the future amen Amen. thank you for tuning in with us folks until next time god bless you thanks for tuning in to today's episode please do share it with your friends we surely do love to hear from you as to what you want to hear from us here at desert stream If you or a loved one would like more information about us, hop on to DesertStream.org and reach out. God bless you guys.